we've been hugely fortunate with the growth of, of businesses coming in and then the population growth following that. So what we decided to focus on as an initiative is Texas Triangle, which is Houston metro area, DFW metro area, and what we're calling Central Texas, which is Austin-San Antonio corridor, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in and through that area. Welcome to SSR On Air. I'm Mike Rogers, your host for this monthly podcast brought to you by Smith Seckman Reed. Tune in as I interview leaders, colleagues, and clients about what is going on internally at SSR and in the larger engineering community. So today I'd like to welcome uh, Kevin to uh, SSR On Air. Appreciate you coming in and glad to be here. Visiting with us today and absolutely all the way from Houston, Texas. So, um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about um, uh, what you're doing in Texas. But kind of wanted to start first with a little bit of your story, where where you came from, how you how you got to SSR, just uh, your your history, your version of your history, <laughs> and uh, and just share with everybody kind of. Yeah, you know, kind of what uh, what your story is. Well, it's fairly non-eventful, to be honest with you. Born and raised in, in East Texas, so mm-hmm. two hours east of Houston. So in '83, I moved to Houston after college and started with SSR in '84. Okay. So mm-hmm. for the last 38 years, that's where I've been at SSR. 38 so, years. Yep. Started there and and uh, had a small group about nine. Nine people at the time um, was doing plumbing design. So th- thirty-eight years ago, um, Clay and Rob Clay, John Rob Ross, and John, they were all there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. Yep. So okay. Um, they were all there. Then, then Rob, after two years in '86, came back to to uh, Nashville and became CEO. Mm-hmm. And as we know, he's been CEO was well, CEO up till a few years ago. And uh, Clay stuck around for about 12 years to run the Houston office and then moved back to Nashville. And John Ross moved back sooner than that. So, uh, but yeah, and and so I've been, it's, SSR has been my home for my entire professional career. And it's been, it's been a great ride. I've had plenty of opportunity to be able to grow uh, at the pace that I kind of wanted to grow. And uh, that's been the, the neat part about SSR, I think, is that, uh, the opportunities there is just up to you to take advantage of it and and yeah. uh, and lean into it. So. Yeah. So you start out doing plumbing design. Plumbing design, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plumbing drafting, technically. Yeah. Uh, and then moved into design, and then slowly but surely, over time, started doing project management, and then uh, worked my way up through the the project management ranks, and then became what we call team leader at the time. So I had like mm-hmm. a little business unit running that, and then. Um, Later on, uh, became operations lead for the Houston office, and then uh, in the meantime, had started the Dallas office, um, and was going back and forth between Houston and Dallas, and and um, and then today, at, at this point, I'm no longer in operations, which has kind of a, been an interesting change. Uh, change for me. I've always in operations from the beginning, and about three years ago, it was kind of like you know we need to kind of look at where we're heading and with growth being a, a big initiative within the firm how do we accelerate that growth and and so that's when I 
decided with some pushing to hand over the operations to uh, Jan Peruki, who's doing a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. And I moved out into business development and outward facing. So for the last three years, that's been my focus um, as technically a regional business development leader, uh, primarily focused on, on Texas as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, things are going quite well. Yeah, so yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll get back to that. that yeah, quite well, Texas. Okay. Scenario. Um, so back so back you up a little bit yeah. to the times uh, as you're as you're coming up through the the ranks and you you mentioned the business unit because we've talked about on the podcast before we talked about the fact that we used to have thirty five little business units yeah. and all operated independently, and uh, that's been gone now for. Was it eight years, maybe 10 years? Uh, it's <clears throat> been 10 years. 10 years? About 2012 is when we changed the that structure. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. And so at, at that point, um, what were, at that point, 10 years ago, what role were you playing in, in, in Texas? Well, at that time, that's, that's when I, and we, we had a little bit of management, management change in, mm-hmm. in Houston office in particular. Right. And so I basically took over the, southwest division at that time which is the the texas market Mm -hmm. and so i was over uh houston specifically and then in general over uh dallas as well as a senior senior leader within the the group so yeah but um yeah i mean at that time we we had about 45 in in houston and and uh they were all somehow directly reporting to me and it, it was an interesting structure uh yeah. at that time so i'm glad we've evolved from there yeah so yeah that's tough to manage 45 yeah, yeah. and and do justice to it all so yeah. yeah so as you as you transitioned out of that and and moved i mean you did operations for quite a while yeah a little bit after that you know quite a while before you moved into bd yeah so uh, you know uh, just thinking clients yeah. as, as you transitioned out and moved into more of a bd outwardly facing role um, how significant were the clients that you already had how how did you start to work on new clients what what kind of was your yeah I mean situation the, it, then you know the real impetus behind me moving into that outward facing role more is to I'm the old guy I've kind of been around for forever and I've got most of the relationships mm-hmm. relative to our clients in in Houston and Dallas for that matter at the time mm-hmm. Um, and around Texas in general. So for me, it was just, you know, it, it was a natural thing to be able to focus more on existing client maintenance yeah. as, all, as well as strategic planning for growth. So out of that, and over the last three years, we've, we've really grown quite a bit in Dallas uh, from the standpoint of not just me, but others up there stepping up and playing a big role in that, but we've also now moved into Austin, Central Texas. And without me being able to, I think, have the time to be out there um, mining new opportunities, we probably wouldn't be able to move as quick as we can. Um, yeah. And so because of different people stepping up within the firm and taking over operations leads, and and then also some more BD leads in, in Dallas and Darren Harvey, we're, we're able to, to accelerate growth and, and uh, relationships have been maintained, but also growing new ones because mm-hmm. I'm able to focus on that pretty much 100% of the time. Yeah, and so and we've, we've talked about this a few times, you and I, about the significance of those core clients that are in Texas. 
the and and I think it's okay to talk about them. You know, the the Cooks and the Methodists and and, and some of these guys. Um, how long have we been working for them, and and what? What do they make up in our market there? You know, I mean, just kind of put a, a box around that a little bit. Yeah. So, so in the Texas market in general, we're we're probably ninety five percent healthcare focused. Mm-hmm. And so, going back to when we started Houston, uh, you know, having the world's largest medical center in your backyard helps uh, being in the healthcare mm-hmm. industry. So the the institutions like Memorial Hermann, Methodist, Texas Children's. Um, uh, Harris Health, uh, St. Luke's, CHI, St. Luke's, Common Spirit. Those relationships have been anywhere from the entire 30 plus years to 20 years in the making. And, and yeah. it just takes, it, you got to be there to serve those clients. And we're fortunate to be there. And so they're long term. And then up in Dallas, you mentioned Cook Children's. We've been there, you know, 25 plus years. And, and um, it, it's just, then our architectural clients as well. Mm-hmm. They they are numerous and and just as the breadth and width of the relationship has been there for twenty five thirty years yeah yeah uh, and and it's a tribute to our people our, you know mm-hmm. we we got to provide quality service number one um, and and without having good people to be able to do that that they're everything so um, it's just been a good ride yeah. it's, it's, we've been fortunate and blessed but. Um, well, I think I think what you what you touched on there about us doing good work yeah. over you know decades really, yeah. and, yeah. and and continually being there for the client, I, I think has made made the difference. And being as significant as we are in that market, you can't you can't do that without doing good work. Doesn't mean you're perfect. Right. Doesn't mean you don't make mistakes. Right. But you're there also there to clean them up and take care of the client if if something does go wrong. So. Yeah, and that's key. I mean when we don't run away from any issue so we're always there and we take care of, of we make mistakes and we take care of the mistakes and you know when you go through natural disasters like you know tropical storm allison yeah. in 2001 that that basically flooded it it flooded the entire medical center and when you have a, an entire hospital to where you got to evacuate patients in the middle of the night downstairs and everything yeah. we were there as a team in multiple institutions helping them out and those type situations how you react and how you get in there and interact with your with your clients it's it's more than just because they're our client it's because you've gotten to know them well past doing the the work it's because you care you care about the patients and and you care about taking care of them more than anything so yeah yeah. no that's significant i think that's that's true when you start to get that 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 bond that's outside of it and that's what we talk about these yeah. are people that you're going to work with for a long time and they become your friends yeah. and, and that's yeah. the way it way it should be so yeah that's a good story yeah, i remember that flood i remember that a lot of the a lot of the facilities had most of their primary equipment in the lower levels even right back yeah then. sure electrical equipment and everything and sure yeah central plants i mean it, it's you know yeah. as when you're to, you know years ago when you're designing a building you know the non-revenue generating spaces are just put them down in the basement let's get them out of sight yeah and uh have that room available for the revenue generating spaces you know easy access up above after that occurrence with hurricane with uh tropical storm allison all that changed yeah and uh we spent a lot of years uh you know moving equipment up above floodplain and 
and a lot of work came out of that. So now when we're designing new facilities, it's okay, what's the floodplain? How how do we need to get generators, et cetera, et cetera? So yeah, it's like the 500-year flood here in Nashville changed a lot yeah. of design too. Exactly. You don't, exactly. don't think about it, but it happens. That's yeah. why they yeah. that's why they draw the line. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. So um, so let's talk a little bit about just Texas in general and yeah. what and what we have going on there and, and kind of the the energy behind it. I mean, we recently had. Uh, a, a plan put together really an initiative one of our initiatives was to to focus on the texas triangle so define that for us a little bit and talk about yeah. what what you think is going on and where we're heading with that yeah so you know the old saying everything's bigger in texas and uh, you know it it's boastful but at the same time when you look at the economy today and what's going on in texas it's really true i mean we've been hugely fortunate with the growth of, of businesses coming in and then the population growth following that. So what we decided to focus on as an initiative is Texas Triangle, which is Houston metro area, DFW metro area, and what we're calling Central Texas, which is Austin-San Antonio corridor, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in and in, in through that area. So, you know, as, as the population grows, you need the three things to support that, the infrastructure, the education, and the health care. Yep. So we, we feel well positioned with, with the health care, obviously, and um, we're seeing tremendous growth uh, relative to that. So, yep. um, and, and, you know, like in, in Austin, when you got like tes- Tesla moving in and some of these big high-tech firms from California and Samsung, you know, mm-hmm. building these big mega mega uh, plants and stuff, you're going to have population growth with it. So we're, we're excited about where all that is heading. And it doesn't seem like inflation or any of the trials and tribulations we're going through as a nation are affecting Texas as much relative to growth because mm-hmm. it's still a lot going on. Well, I think the, the demographics are showing that people are leaving leaving states and heading to Texas and the southeast anyway. Yeah, so. Yeah. I think Texas from the west is, to the yeah. west coast too, with the high tech firms. Oh yeah, it's well, a lot of migration. I mean, so. but you mentioned Tesla. I mean, that's the yeah. whole reason they moved down to Austin was yep. to to get out of that that uh, tax situation. I mean, it's a, it's a business friendly state. <clears throat> yeah, and it's yeah. geared around the growing business and mm-hmm. development. So yeah, it's a good place yeah. to be. Yeah, and we're seeing that here in Tennessee too. It's very yeah. similar. A lot Absolutely. of firms with Oracle and Amazon yeah. and other places, other people yeah. moving here. So sure. it's the same. It's sure. the same story. So what? Uh, talk about services a little bit. What, what are we? What are we doing? I mean, you know, we we talk about SSR one. Yeah. What What does that What does that mean in Texas? So in Texas, uh, obviously, we we grew up on from being known as MEP, Mechanical Electrical Plumbing Engineering Consulting Firm, um, and we hung our hat on that over the years. But um, our technology, our low voltage technology group, which which has been established for quite a while now is seeing tremendous growth uh, in, in, in Texas. Our medical equipment planning group, uh, the, you know, we've been doing it, what, three, four years now. We acquired a firm out of Atlanta. Uh, we've got 10 people in, in Houston and several in Dallas. That is seeing exponential growth, and, and we've got more opportunities on the way with that. All of our commissioning services, whether it be new building, uh, building optimization, you know, continuous commissioning, retro commissioning, envelope. building envelope is mm-hmm. it's just we're we are making progress in in the industry 
and the growth is is I would say it's it's on a a, a ramp that's pretty steep mm-hmm. right now. And we're pretty excited about it. So that that in and of itself is is exciting to see because it's and and then we are you know high performance design group sustainability group with with Eric Shefford leading that. You're adding all that up together to where we're we're a one-stop shop, and um, but but we we still have opportunities to to provide any service at any time. Yeah. But it's it's providing solutions and um, problem solving to our clients uh, in a holistic way. That's yeah. that's really exciting. Do you, do you see the clients leaning more into having a, a one-stop shop like that? Uh, Yes and no. I mean, it, it's um, the 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 technology and the medical equipment um, really go hand in hand these mm-hmm. days. It, yeah. It's just so intertwined. And then when you when you add the the MEP to it, because it all has to connect and work, those three really have a lot of synergy. And um, I, I think more and more we're seeing clients ask for all services on those three in particular. The commissioning side, it's usually a separate uh, request because it's it's not part of that design. So if we're doing the design aspect, they typically want a, another set of eyes, third party looking at the commissioning side of things. But yeah. but it's yeah, I mean, many of our clients are saying, "Give me proposals for all three services," and um, yeah, so it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so it makes it it makes it a little easier for us with the deep client base that we have to bring them up alongside and say, hey, well, it certainly helps. There's some other things that we can we can help out with because I think most of our clients are looking for, like you said, a solution. You know, and yeah. they may not know what all their problems are yet either. And sometimes we have to help them define those right those problems. Right. Yeah, right. so yeah, that's good. We just need to bring value. So yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. So, so what do you see down the road for for Texas? What just kind of put your uh, prognostication hat on? And you know, I, I, crystal ball being what it is, I, I would say our DFW uh, reach and and growth will will continue to to expand up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just opened up Fort Worth office. That right. in and of itself gives us some more opportunities, not only from you know, a client standpoint, it's in Tarrant County, but also from a recruiting standpoint with resources. So it's it's a win-win there. But but DFW in general, there's market share to be gained that I see us being able to capture over the next five years in particular. Uh, Houston, I think we will continue to maintain and and grow services outside of MEP more than the MEP. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the real exciting part for me is the Central Texas. Uh, having the Austin office open now, uh, looking to have a presence in San Antonio soon hereafter. Um, that market is fresh for us. We've, we've got quite a bit of work there right now, but it's through relationships we've had in, in Houston or Dallas. Right. So we're looking to grow new relationships with new clients with the presence there. So that, to me, that's where the exponential growth is going to be, and that will carry us down into the valley. Uh, down to South Texas, I think, as a corridor. Mm-hmm. So I, I, there's just plenty of opportunity from, from the growth standpoint to be able to allow us to grow all our services throughout the state. But those particular areas is really where the focus is. Yeah, yeah. So, and, so, and so I know um, primarily it's, it's, it's health care 
for you, but you're also touching other things in, in the in the Texas market. What what do you see future wise for any of our other services? I mean, it may be down the road a ways, but what are, what do the opportunities look like for you there? Any other markets you mean or uh, services? Or other service lines. Yeah, I mean so, anything industrial work or yeah. So you know, so the. <clears throat> It's all there to be had. Yeah. And so it's taking the time to establish the, the champion to focus on it yeah. and put forth the effort to get us there. But yeah. whether it's industrial, whether it's sports entertainment, uh, which we have a great portfolio, um, you know, every new um, high school football stadium in Texas is like enormous. A, yeah, and, and, it used to be yeah. like a pro stadium. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. So with our sports, you know, Pro, uh, portfolio. I mean, that's that's wide open as well. Yeah. So there, there's there's just plenty of, of other markets that we can can uh, move into. It's just getting that champion and focusing on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking down the road. There's 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 always opportunities. I think people with with wide eyes, which which we have. I mean, we're, sure. we're trying to look broad and 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 see what else might be out there. Diversification so, is a great thing. And, and, um, and, uh, data center. Uh, Design and and construction is is mm-hmm. big in Texas, uh, and it's another area to to think about focusing on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like it. So anything else? Let's think. Let's think for a second. Is there anything else about Texas? Anything else about what you're working on that that um, that you'd want to share? You know, I I the thing for me is I'm seeing all the opportunities it's providing for our people. Yeah, the growth is just. It is just, it's amazing the amount of growth, and with that, it gives opportunities for our people to grow. And we've got some young people stepping up that, you know, it, it's just exciting to see. So for me, that's that's the key. Uh, I'm out there trying to bring in the work to to provide it for the for everybody there, but you need somebody to manage it and run it and and do yeah, it. And, and you're seeing people step up right and left. So mm-hmm. uh, that that to me is is the the big plus. For, for the growth, and I think I think you said this at the beginning. I think there's there's not there's not really any limits on on the opportunity that you have there. You just have to you just have to kind of grab it and yeah. be willing to willing to do what it takes to get it done. And yeah, and provide yeah. a quality service. Right. I mean, if we're not providing the quality service, uh, you, you know, we're a consulting firm for a reason. They, yeah. they they value that consultation, and we need to bring value to the table, and we need to provide a quality product. So yeah. Sounds like you've been doing it for a long time, don't you? We're we're doing our best, and and like I say, when we make a hiccup uh, along the way, we make sure we take care of it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. So, so tell us what Kevin likes to do other than work. What do you do outside of work to relax? You, you know, I've I've got a place west of of town and west of Houston, and I, it's got about four and a half acres, and uh, you know, I really spend a lot of time out there, and it's more busy time. It, yeah. it just gets the stress relief out. Uh, my wife and I, we have our only son. Uh, he's 26. He's uh, doing very well, and uh, he loves to go out there, and we, we kind of do things together out there. So, I mean, um, all in all, it's it's uh, life's good right now, yeah. knock on wood. And uh, I love anything outdoors, and uh, the heat's getting a little more stressful as I get older. <laughs> I hear you but, there. But it's all good. Yeah. So Yeah. So Kevin, I want to thank you for coming in and, and sharing. 
absolutely. your story and what's going on in Texas. Exciting stuff down there. Exciting yeah, we're stuff. We're excited. It's it's exciting times for yeah. for SSR as a whole. So it, yeah. yeah. Sounds Glad great. to be here. Sounds great. Appreciate it. Good deal. Thanks for joining us for this episode of SSR On Air. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. You can also connect with us on social media. Links to everything can be found in the show's notes. Take care, everyone. See you next time.